It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. North Shore 1049. My name is John Paul, the car doctor here to help you with your car problems on this Saturday morning. Well, let you in on a little secret. Last Saturday, well, all the content was new, but the program was actually pre-recorded. But we're live today. Jimmy wanted Jimmy wanted last Saturday off, and apparently, uh, there's been a little bit of a freeing up in the COVID lockdown. And uh, Jimmy's got Saturdays off now, so he's no longer working six or seven days a week. Uh, and we'll talk. We'll talk with our new producer in a little bit. Uh, get get him. Well, he. You know, I want to say new, but you know, he produced the very first program I did on North Shore 1049. So, uh, but yeah, if you're new to the program, North Shore 1049, uh, if you're listening on 104.9 FM, my name's John Paul. I am AAA's car doctor. I try to help people with their car problems, car questions, car concerns, uh, whatever's on their mind, try to help them. And I try to have interesting guests on the program. And today we have two coming up. Uh, first up, we have... Uh, I, now, I have to say this just right. Old, 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 old buddy Craig Fitzgerald, uh, because that's what I, that's what he called me when he reposted something on Facebook. Uh, my Facebook, by the way, if you're looking for, uh, if you want to follow me on Facebook, it's uh, Mr. John F. Paul at Facebook. It's John F. Paul at Twitter. If you go to Instagram, it's John F. Paul, I guess, something like that. But uh, if you do that, but you can find out, you know, stuff I've been driving, what I've been doing, stuff like that. But let's welcome uh, Craig Fitzgerald to FM Radio. Craig, good morning, John. and welcome to the Car Doctor program. What's going on, John? We are old friends. You're like my oldest friend in this business. <laughs> I mean, uh, not, not yeah, like I... your age, but we have known each other longer than just about anybody I have known in this business, so. Yeah, and 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 I'm old, so you know it's yeah. it's all fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, and you know I I remember I remember uh, when I first met you, um, you were you were driving old cars too, which was which was kind of interesting. And everybody said, you know, there's something about him. He's a young guy, and <laughs> but he's got he's he's got old tastes. Right. I had a I think I think I had an '83 Buick LeSabre at that time. Mm -hmm. And I would drive in and out of the Boston Globe to meet with you guys. And, uh, and I really, I, I've gotten progressively older. The cars have gotten progressively <laughs> older since then. Um, I get yeah, a Jeep now. I have a, I have a 2003 Jeep Wrangler, but, uh, uh, that's the newest vehicle I think I've ever owned. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, it, do you still have the Corvair? I do. Yeah. And I'm making some decisions on it now. It's, uh, you know, it, it's interesting. It's not as easy as I thought it was going to be to find, like, you know, if you need if you need to swap a 350 into something, you can find one by lunchtime. Right. And with a Corvair, it's a little bit different. Um, and the engine's no good in it. So I'm, I'm on the hunt for another engine for it, and it's not exactly easy or cheap. So, mm. uh, um, you know, I'm kind of making some decisions on that now. Oh, you can always put a Volkswagen engine in it. Could I suppose you could if you wanted to commit complete heresy? Yeah, you could yeah. Do that. Or, 
Or you could do what the Volkswagen guys do and put Subaru engines in it. Put Subaru like engine in it. I've thought yeah. of that, too. But then, you know, the, the problem with that is, you, then you all right, then you got to get a radiator for it, and then it becomes a whole thing. It, it becomes yeah. actually reliable, which is a whole you know, like, that's not why I got into this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and and the other thing, I think you need about $100,000 to do it right. So I know, I know. Well, yeah. everything, like, I thought, well, maybe, you know what? Maybe I'll make an electric car out of it. That'd be kind of cool. That's, like, thirty grand. <laughs> you know? Yeah. By the time yeah. you're done with it and do it right, and you need an engineering degree and all of this business, like, yeah. there's no easy way out of this thing, yeah. so... And I've tried. I've actually tried to get him on the program, and he's a North Shore resident. The guy that has the YouTube channel Rick Rebuilds. Oh Have you ever yeah, seen yeah, him? yeah. The guy who yeah, tears the really Teslas apart. Yeah, he is really good. And I sent him a message, but apparently you don't actually. He's famous enough where you don't actually talk to him. You talk yeah. to his producer or something. And, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And and the guy's like, "Oh, that sounds really interesting. Uh, we'll get back to you." And. Yeah, you know, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, just the idea that he has uh, managed to somehow break into Tesla and be able to do some stuff, although he still can't find, he still can't buy a lug nut from Tesla directly. Yeah, you know, he's, which, the, he's the dude that they just, they uh, a whole bunch of people, you know, Tesla fanboys just got his, just got uh, his video yeah. uh, removed because they thought it was offensive. And yeah. basically what was in the video was, yeah, I'm, I'm done with this and I'm moving on to an I-8. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which they yeah. found completely offensive. Yeah, I, that, that was that was sort of weird, and yeah, I. But you know, Tesla owners are pretty cultish, so yeah. Apparently, but that yeah. isn't that yeah, isn't right. why I wanted to have you on the program today. I noticed right. on uh, you were on Bradley J's uh, channel, and all of a sudden you were right. talking about this this car, and I saw. A McLaren door open up, and I'm like, "What's that?" <laughs> All of a sudden, your eyes your eyes open, you perked up considerably. You thought, "Hey, maybe there's an opportunity for me to get in that thing." And in it, fact, there was. But yeah. although, although the few days that I had it, it rained all the time. So it was oh, yeah. a supercar in the rain does not make sense. But I wanted to hear your impressions of the car. Well, I loved it, I, and you know, I'm. I, I am not a supercar guy. I, I, I mean, I love cars. I, lo I, I love the idea of, of things like this and that, you know, we can, you know, collectively as a, as a species can build things that'll, that'll drive you this fast. But they're not my kind of car. Um, mm. but, this, but it was a blast to, to have this thing for a few days. Um, you know, obviously, it gets a lot of attention, and people want to know what it is. And, you know, I dropped my daughter off at her friend's house, and I think I, I didn't leave her driveway for 45 minutes because her dad wanted to chew my ear off, which was great. Yeah. You know, it was it was really fun uh, to, to have. But, you know, the performance of that car is dramatic. Um, I, I picked it up, and I initially was like, Jesus, it was really not as kind of abrupt and, and, you know, blazingly powerful as I thought it was going to be. And mm. then I found the performance mode, which right. was like, it was an eye opener. Um, so, you know, uh, uh, you know, you get two cars with it. You get a sedate kind of drive around anywhere, sit in traffic kind of car. And then it just transforms itself into this absolute beast. Um, so yeah, I, I really loved it. 
Yeah, it was it was sort of interesting because I I think I've driven, you know, maybe one quote unquote supercar before, and I don't know if I would even call an i eight a supercar. I mean, it's kind of yeah. unique, but um, but this thing, one of the things they found when you set the suspension system in the comfort setting, even in our, and I always say this, less than ideal New England roadways. Yeah, right. Um, you know, um, it was actually pretty comfortable to drive. It didn't feel like yeah. you were being rattled out of the car. It was. It, you're I, I right. It was exactly a car that you could, way. you could drive. Yeah. You could you could drive it to work every day. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the biggest challenge was was getting in and out of it. Um, but but you know, it, it was. It, it, I, I felt like it drove like any other. You know, it drove better than some performance oriented. You know, kind of everyday cars. Yeah, uh, it, it really did. I mean, I, I thought the comfort setting was fantastic, and you could then dial the performance to wherever you wanted it. The engine, right. you know, the uh, the throttle response, and the you know the, the you know where the shift mapping and all that kind of stuff to where you wanted it, and still maintain some of that comfort setting, which was yep. which was pretty nice. You know, it was it was nice to play around with, and I yeah, loved I, it, it like. The interior just doesn't look like, you know, the dash doesn't look like every other car. It really feels like, yeah, you know, some people actually had to build this thing rather than some, you know, exotic, quote-unquote exotic cars, and you sit in the thing and you go, oh, yeah, you know, like I remember that dash from Chrysler. Right. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Although it was kind of funny, I posted some pictures of it somewhere, and there was a million comments, but there was probably... A bunch of comments that said, "Nice C8." Yeah, 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 right. And you know, you gotta, you gotta kind of wonder what you know. You know, the C8 obviously came years after this thing did because they've been they've been making a a version of this car for quite a while now, and you know they look pretty close, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, they they do, and uh, you know what's the Corvette's what sixty thousand to start this thing. Yeah. This the options in this car from the base price to the as sold price cost more than any car I've ever owned. Yeah, yeah, but that's twelve dollars, John. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, let's yeah. not let's not yeah. get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Well, you know, I did I did buy I did buy a new car once or twice. You know, well, but but still true. but yeah, still yeah. there was there was right. what there was forty thousand dollars in options in this car. Right. Right. Yeah. So you know the sticker, I think, if I remember correctly, was like two and a quarter, something like that. I mean, in total, uh, it was more, you know, significantly more than my first house. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was. Yeah, I think it was two. Might have been two fifty nine or something. Yeah. Uh, all all in, uh, which you know is, you know, when I parked it in my driveway, I'm like, wow, did my house just appreciate? You know, so yeah, yeah right, uh, right. You know, uh, but but the idea that you know there there are these cars and there there are people who are buying these cars and now all of a sudden it's a car that you're right. It's a car that if you can afford it and you and you can enjoy it, it's a car that you can you could drive it back and forth to work every yeah. day. Well, yeah. here's the interesting thing: is that the week that I had it, or the few days that I had yeah. it, were kind of mid lockdown so mm. there was nobody on the road and you know so so i was able to drive it pretty much unfettered you know i mean i'm not doing 100 miles an hour anywhere but still 
there was no traffic on the road. So, so you don't really get a sense for what it's like to drive a car like this in normal, you know, everyday right. kind of Metro West and then into Boston traffic. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was absolutely amazing to have it that week. I mean, I've, I had, for example, I had the Alfa Romeo 4C when we were at like full capacity driving around like yeah. everybody is just out at all times. And I love that car, but it was miserable to drive in traffic. It was just <sighs> like, it was not a pleasurable experience at all. Yeah. Um, you know, it just, it just felt like, oh man, you know, like you don't want to sit in this thing one more minute than you have to, um, when traffic is at a standstill, it was, it was just terrible. A yeah. great car, but not, yeah. not for that, you know, that kind of experience, which I think was completely different in this thing. Yeah. Yeah. My only, my really only complaint with this car, and it took me a little bit getting used to it, is the pedal box area was so narrow and the brake and yeah. gas pedal were so close to each other. The first time I swung my foot from the gas pedal to the brake pedal, I actually hit the dead pedal and I'm like, what the hell? There's no brakes in this thing. And yeah. then when I finally did figure out the brakes, uh, the first application when the, when the engine, when the brakes were cold because of the yeah. high performance brakes on it, the brakes took a little bit of getting used to. Yeah, they definitely do. And, and they're, I mean, those things are like serving trays. They're enormous. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, the first, when they're cold, it's, it, it does not grab the way that you expect it to in that, that initial bite, you know? Yeah. Yeah, once you push your way through the numbness, then it's all of a sudden it's, you know, it's, yep. you know, it's like Full throwing on. anchors out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. So, yeah, uh, an interesting car, kind of a kind of a once-in-a-lifetime car for people like me to drive, certainly. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, recently, we just put out the uh, names of the New England Motor Press uh, Vehicles of the Year uh, and yep. the uh, Kia Telluride. Uh, came up as the as the winner of the SUV category. Um, what did you think of that car when you drove it? You know, I I of all that kind of full size entry luxury SUVs, that is my favorite. Yeah. It's uh, and, and you know sometimes the, you know our we get together. We actually it was kind of the last thing we all did together was was vote for these things in February and uh, you know before things really started yep. getting shut down i think it was the last time i saw you and you know the the i so, sometimes you know uh, my my compatriots in this organization we choose stuff and i go ah that that is not what i would choose yeah. but 100 percent, the the telluride earned that award um if if you're if you're still thinking that kia is the sportage from you know 1998 or whatever yeah you got to get into some of these cars because they're they're tremendous and the telluride is is to me is leaps and bounds over anything in that category you know you you end up getting what amounts to you know a tahoe sized suv at significantly less price and to me the interior quality is significantly better um, yeah. i i think it's i think it's a tremendous vehicle and it's a shame that people still look at Kia like like they did in the nineties. Um, yeah. You need to get into one of these things. It's great. It's been, yeah. and, it, and, and it's really you know I don't see this very often. It's distinctive looking. It, you know exactly what it is when you see one coming down the road at you. Which 
to me is is a huge advantage now because everything is everything looks the same. Um, but I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, no, it was it was great and kind of a surprise in the pickup truck category was a Jeep Gladiator, which yep. you know, and and people looked looked at that and said. Well, first off, it's a Jeep. So uh, I, I did a podcast with George Kennedy, and we were asked to go over it. And I said to him, well, before you start gushing about the Gladiator, i got a couple things to say about it. Yeah. And he, he just couldn't say enough stuff, enough nice stuff about it. And I know you're a fan, right. too. Uh, so so this, was one of the, th- this is one of, I think, maybe three vehicles that I've driven in the last 20 years that I would, I, I sort of dream about you know, signing a loan for, yeah. I, I, it, it, it's what I've wanted for a long time. So I have, I have a Wrangler and I, I love the Wrangler, but in, let's be honest, the two door Wrangler is completely useless. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's good for two people. Um, you know, you can't put anything in it. It doesn't tow particularly well. Uh, whereas the gladiator, you get four people in it comfortably. It's really well equipped. It'll tow 5,000 pounds. That pickup box is exactly the size pickup box that anybody needs, like, as a homeowner. Like, yeah. I don't need an F-250. Uh, no. You know, I need something smaller than that. Yep. It's, you know, there's a couple of things I don't like about it. The, you know, the wheelbase is huge, and it makes it rather difficult to turn around. Uh, the breakover angle is not great if you're going to go off-road with it, mm. although I did go off-road with it, and, it, and it go, it'll go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but to, like, I always loved the scrambler. Like I, I've, yeah. I've wanted one of those since I was a kid. And this to me is, and nobody bought those either. Yeah. Like they, they couldn't give those away. Yeah. And that's, that's the same thing that's going on with the Wrangler right now is like, they, they've sold them to pretty much everybody who wanted them except for right. me. And yeah. they're kind of struggling. You see a lot yeah. of these things on the, on the, you know, in the inventory on yeah. any Jeep dealers page. And man, it, it just, it indicates to me that it's time for me to go out and buy one of these things if I yeah. if I actually had any money. Well, uh, what, because they're they're out there. There's there's some deals on them. Uh, they're looking to move them. Uh, it's it, to me, yeah. it's 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 exactly what I'm looking for in a vehicle. Yeah. When I when I was down in Florida a couple of months ago, every old retired guy has a Corvette and a and a Gladiator. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's like they went out and bought them, and, and you're right, and they they looked at it and said, you know, this is this is the vehicle for me. Hey, we're starting to run out of time, but how can people uh, learn more about you, read more about you, find your stuff? What, where where are you these days? You will find my name at cartalk.com. I do a ton of content for them. Yep. I edit uh, a magazine. Uh, if you bought a Subaru, you've seen my name because uh, we we send you a magazine uh, every few months. And uh, I also do some stuff for, for Hemmings again. I, I write some of their auction reviews. So, And people can find you on Facebook if they want to? Correct. That's Craig Fitzgerald. There you Who go. Find hey. Hey, there you go. Hey, Craig, thanks for taking some time out of your Saturday. I understand you're going to Maine, and I understand you're I COVID-free. So COVID-tested. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Hey, uh, uh, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy some time off with the family, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks, man. See you. All right, see you. That was Craig Fitzgerald. You can, like he said, you can find his information on the Car Talk website uh, as well as uh, uh, Subaru Magazine and a bunch of other places. We need to take a break, pay some bills. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening on North Shore 1049.
Hey, it's Erica from Erica and Donnie in the morning. Tomorrow is Friday. We're starting the 4th of July weekend. I'm so excited. We're going to be joined by all of our great food show hosts. We'll be joined by our friends from Amigos Mexican Kitchen and Tequila Bar. We'll be joined by Joe Panadosi from our weekend show Breaking Bread. Scott Whitley from Wicked Bites North of Boston. And a whole bunch more. Join us tomorrow morning starting at 6. It's Eric and Donnie in the morning. On North Shore 1049. Remember what it was like to be without power for days at a time? Hi, this is Brian Craney from Cranny Home Services, and I want to talk to you about an automatic whole house generator. It's your own power source that's quiet, safe, clean, and turns on automatically. It runs off natural gas or propane, and it provides you with power to run everything in your home. So if you want to have control of your own power, call today for a free estimate. Cranny Home Services at 1-800-559-7000. Check us out on the web at crannyhomeservices.com. Right now at North Shore Nissan, get up to 130% of Kelly Blue Book fair market value for your vehicle. That's right, 130%. North Shore Nissan, North Shore's best location for all things Nissan. Conveniently located adjacent to the Liberty Tree Mall. North Shore Nissan's general manager, Tom Saloni, would like to invite all his friends, family, and customers to stop in and say hello. North Shore Nissan, it's all about trust. To view our specials, visit NorthShoreNissan.com. Hi, folks. This is Gerard Moynihan of Moynihan Lumber. The Moynihan family has been associated with lumber business since 1918, when my uncle Arthur secured a job in a local lumber yard. The Moynihan name first appeared on a lumber yard sign in 1930. When his company first started, my uncle chose the motto, quality backed by a desire to please. 84 years later, it is still our company's motto. Visit Moynihan Lumber at any of our three locations, in North Reading, Beverly, or Plastown, New Hampshire, or at MoynihanLumber.com. We're back. The Beverly Athletic Club welcomes back members and invites new members to enjoy a workout in a community, not just a gym. Beverly Athletic has taken the required steps and more to give members a safe and healthy workout. And with offerings that span from the -the state-of-the-art fitness center and online classes to personal training, aquatics, and more, you're sure to find the workout that suits you. And the professional staff can't wait to greet you again. Get all the updated info at BeverlyAthletic.com. Beverly Athletic Club, your community, your club. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Car Doctor Program on FM 104.9 or NorthShore1049.com. That's how you can get a hold of us. Uh, I was uh, I, I had to go swap cars today, and on the way by to go uh, swap a car out, I stopped by Junior D'Amato's shop. Junior's a old-time radio guy, newspaper writer, uh, chats about cars a lot, have him on the program every once in a while. And every time I go into a shop, I learn something new about why I like learning about cars every single day and why I don't like fixing them every single day. And one of the reasons was they had a Kia in there with a um, rattle in the steering wheel. And it had to do with the electric power steering pump. And the electric power steering pump looks like a, um, almost like a little starter motor that's connected to the side of the rack and pinion steering unit. And inside there, there's a little flexible coupling that connects the two pieces together and by flexible, made out of plasticky looking stuff, and it broke. And it was this little 50 cent 
piece of plastic that you had to take half the car apart. And uh, that's not really true. You had to take a lot of the car apart to get to it, to get to the steering rack, to take it all apart, to put it all back together. And then while I was there, I was looking at a relatively new Chevy Impala, probably one that was five or six years old. And that car needed an air conditioner evaporator. The evaporator is the part that sits inside the car. That's the part that technically takes the heat out of the air and cools it and takes the humidity out of the air. And that's the water you see when you shut your car off and you see a puddle of water underneath the car. Uh, that's the water you see when you, that's the drain from the evaporator. Well, Junior said to me, so how, how much time do you think it takes to put an evaporator on one of these? I'm like, I don't know. Usually these are pain in, pain in the butt to do four or five hours maybe. He had to take the entire dash apart, the steering column out of it. He might have even had the seat out of it. There was a lot. It was it was about, he said it was going to be a 12-hour job. I bet it was even longer than that. And there was just a lot of disassembly before you even got to the part. And, you know, I look at those kind of things. I'm like, sheesh, that's a, that's a lot of work there. But, uh, uh you know, it's today's cars, uh, they're, they're put together, you know, today's cars are interesting. Uh, they're, they have a lot of nice features to them, but, you know, sometimes they they can be, uh, when it comes down to repairing them, it, it can be, it can be a bit of a challenge. So our phone number 800-370-1049 is how you get through and talk to us about your car and your car problem and uh and a little bit later on I think we're going to be talking to a regular listener Paul from Braintree uh who is going to be calling in who uh I didn't realize that he was a author at the same time so uh uh we're going to talk to him and see what see what he uh he's up to uh He's an he's an author, so we're gonna see. We're gonna. I want to find out about his book, and um, see what see what he's got going on. So uh, we'll find out about that. Also, a little bit later on, we're going to talk about the Cadillac XT6, which is a kind of midsize SUV. We'll talk about that. The uh, latest offering from Cadillac. And if you're wondering about what cars are most likely to get stolen from 2016 to 2018. Based on an insurance industry report, the number one car to get stolen right now is a Dodge Charger Hemi. Uh, number two, Dodge Charger Hellcat, so the high-performance one. Infiniti Q54 door, Infiniti QX80, so the big SUV. GMC Sierra 1500 Crew Cab, uh, Dodge Challenger, Nissan Maxima, Chevy Silverado 1500 Crew Cab, Chrysler 300 uh, with all-wheel drive. Uh, in the number 10 category, the uh, Mercedes-Benz S-Class four-door long wheelbase with all-wheel drive. Uh, back in the Dodge lineup, Dodge Charger and Dodge Durango, Land Rover, uh, Range Rover, uh, Chevrolet Silverado. Now, I can see the Ford F-150, the Chevy Silverado, the GMC Silverado. Well, they sell a, a bunch of those. Uh, but the uh, people want to steal the Chevy and the and the Silverado, the crew cab, and the GMC. But apparently they don't want to steal the Ford because that's that's not on this list. Uh, GMC Sierra 1500, Audi A7, Infiniti QX80 again uh, uh, with all-wheel drive rounds out the list. 
Um, the uh, insurance uh, report, which is based on whole vehicle theft insurance claims, also lists cars and truck least likely to be stolen. That uh, ranking is topped by the BMW 3 Series uh, uh, four-door. Two Teslas, the, the Model S and the Model X, with all-wheel drive, as report notes. The lack of Tesla thefts may speak to the fact that as electric vehicles, they're often lo- locked in people's garages or parked near a home's power source, perhaps, and maybe that's why they don't get stolen. The other thing is those cars are very easily tracked. So that may have that may have something to do with it too, because uh, between the camera systems that are in the car, there's a monitoring system. It could have to do it could have to, to do with that as well. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to wait and see. There's there's uh, I was looking at some of the information about you know how the auto industry is changing in these times, and there was an article back. It was probably about a month ago, and it said, "Here's something you don't see very often." And uh, there's a there's a Ford dealership in I think it's Maryland, and they will help you pay up to two months rent or mortgage payments for customers to come in and buy a new car or truck. Uh, rents must be cheap there because they're up to three thousand dollars. The Ford, Lincoln, and Mazda stores also offer zero percent financing, or they did at the time. So they're trying to say to people, hey, look, you know, if you're having a little bit of trouble, but you still want to buy a car, we'll help you. It's just another incentive. I guess if you're having trouble paying your rent for two months, you probably shouldn't be going out and buying a new car. But it's kind of interesting that they're they're trying to do that. So, it, you know, our people are trying to do some do some things and, and help people out. So that's always good to see i want to invite you if you are on facebook to join me on tuesday at 10 o'clock um on the AAA northeast facebook page and we're going to be doing a live chat so if you uh want to see what my basement looks like i guess you can you can see that on the live chat um i haven't figured out how to do a virtual garage thing on facebook live but it's going to run at 10 o'clock so go to the triple a northeast facebook page i'll try to have my facebook uh, account up at the same time but we're going to be talking about things you can do to get your car ready for uh summertime heat summertime driving people are driving more in fact um, 700 million people uh are going to be traveling over the course of the summertime and most of those something like 692 million of them are going by car because a lot of people feel that a car is a lot safer way to travel and uh so that's uh you know that's something that's something that uh you know we're going to we're going to be talking about also some of the dangers of uh leaving pets and kids in hot cars and, and we'll talk about a little bit of the science that goes along with that a longtime listener to the program and uh, uh, a friend of our program, uh, who we've always just known as Paul from Braintree, uh, I was, we're Facebook friends, and I was looking, and sure enough, Paul from Braintree is also an author. Paul, good morning. Good morning, John. How are you? Uh, well, good. Thank you very much, first of all. Nice to talk with Biff. Producers don't get all the credit that they should, but, you know, they run everything, so uh, well, thanks they, to Biff. They, they 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 do uh you know and that's uh that's something that uh you know i i've always said that uh, this is this is our show we do it together so whether it was with jimmy or back at the old station with dennis we i always considered it our show um because without without those guys i i i got nothing so it's it's important that, and you were you were a producer for a bunch of years too right 
Yeah, it was uh, Jerry Williams' producer at, yeah. at WRKO, yeah. which was... Yeah. Uh, that's the next book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I bet there's some stories. Well, tell us about this book. Well, yeah, the book is... Uh, my last name's Yovino, and I live in Braintree. I actually grew up in uh, Quincy. Uh, but um, uh, the book is called Portals. And um, I realized that when you asked me to, to do this, I said, you know... I made a list of all the cars that are in the book, and, and and as I've told people, the cars in the book are real. The characters are fictional, maybe, you know. But the uh, it it starts um, the day Kennedy was killed, November twenty second, nineteen sixty three, mm. and it um, it ends uh, August second, nineteen sixty four, which is when the Gulf of Tonkin incident was reported and got us involved in Vietnam. And the book is told as a flashback. Uh, the fellow's going back to his 50th high school reunion, and he, uh, he remembers everything. And uh, people who were involved, uh, and the cars. Uh, there are, uh, there's, uh, uh, I think, 17, 18 cars yeah. that are in it. A, a 59 Ford Country Squire. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That, Sees, sees a lot of action. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you that. It, it survives. Right. Uh, it, um, uh, there's a, um, uh, the, the favorite car, and this one was real, uh, was a, not mine, a 63 Buick Riviera. Uh, I think I should probably spend more time describing it. It sounds like a, a commercial. Um, it was, I think, the first Buick Riviera of, I guess, they did have some in, uh, in the 40s. But this was um, really sculptured. It was silver. Uh, a friend of mine had one, and it was uh, it was really something. Uh, the um, so there were uh, the friend's girlfriend had a um, the main character's girlfriend had a a '63 um, Buick Skylark convertible. Mm-hmm. So it um, um, it even even ends up. There's a section. Uh, the characters end up in in London. And they're picked up in a 1964 uh, silver Mercedes Pullman 600, oh, uh, which okay. is a huge limo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, they're eventually uh, in a London taxi, uh, and and they describe what what it is like. But the the, the um, it, it actually started as um, the book started as a as a short story, uh, which was. Pretty much true. I was in high school, so my age. I was in high yep. school when Kennedy was killed, and it was a Friday afternoon when we heard uh, about the assassination. But we were all teenagers, and uh, being teenagers, we did not stay home on a Friday evening. And we, a group of us, decided to go into uh, Boston to to see a movie. We had to read the uh, the book Lord of the Flies. And it was playing at the old Kenmore Square Cinema. Oh, so we get in okay. and uh, and and go into Boston. And it has this has a, a gasoline derivative to it. Um, we come in, and it was as I said a warm day. But when we came out about nine o'clock, there was a weather inversion, and the uh, I guess cold air above and the warm air below created a fog. And as you know, there's now the Sitco sign. In Kenmore Square, but in '63 it was city service, 
mm-hmm. and it was illuminated with green neon bulbs. So uh, because of the fog, there was now a green fog hanging over Kenmore Square the night Kennedy was killed. And it was eerie. It was like out of some Hitchcock movie. I mean, you could literally sit on the street in Kenmore Square because there were so few people there, um, except us kids and a few kids from BU, yep. I guess. Who, you know, but it um, that was a true story, and from that it um, uh, it developed into this, and uh, how that short period of time it was really just from November twenty second, nineteen sixty three to August second, nineteen sixty four. Uh, that period of time, that's all it took for us to get involved in Vietnam. Yeah. It was the Gulf of Tonkin incident, which may or may not have happened. Most people think it did not. Mm. Uh, two destroyers, the Maddox and the Sea Turner Joy, were allegedly attacked in the uh, South China Sea. And um, by August 4th, LBJ was on TV and a, um, during congressional session. Yeah saying that he was going to increase the yep. troops to 400,000. Yeah. And it was hey, a, a hey 40,000. Hey Paul, we need to we need to take a break. Can you can you hang on during the break and sure can. and come back and I'd like to learn about I've always I'm always fascinated about authors and who they're how they as they put their books together, who they envision the audience of who was going to read it and and you know how you put the little pieces of the car stuff in it and why that was important to you when you were doing it. So if you okay. can hang on with us, I'd, I'd love we'll to hear it. about that. Thank you very You're much. You're listening to the Car Doctor program on FM 104.9, North Shore, 1049.com. My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor program. We need to take a break, pay a couple bills. We'll be right back. This is Frank of Boston Fence and Vinyl and Historic Beverly. Let us show you how the right fence can enhance the beauty and define the lines of your piece of the American dream, your home. And remember, one if by land, two if by sea. Paul Revere's on our logo and the estimate's free. Call the original Boston Fence and Vinyl for an appointment today. 1-800-585-7753. That's the original Boston Fence and Vinyl. Hi, this is Scott Whitley with Wicked Bites north of Boston. Please join us every single Sunday morning at 9 a.m. as we do our best to help the restaurants through this incredibly tough time. Sunday mornings, 9 a.m., North Shore 104.9. So you need a car, but you don't have the cash. Did you know Misho Mitsubishi in Danvers is your used car solution? People tell me the most difficult part of the car buying process is deciding where to buy. There are so many choices. Who has the best deals? Is the car in good condition? And can I trust them? It's information overload. Well, we have a solution. Misho Mitsubishi on 114 in Danvers is the hidden secret on the North Shore. Full transparency, low-pressure atmosphere, and people that treat you like family. Simply put, we're different. Our inventory is loaded with incredible options, from Acuras to Hondas, Toyotas, and Fords. That's right. We don't just 
carry Mitsubishi. So whether you're a carpenter, a landscaper, a plumber, or a student going to school, we have the used car for you, and they all have a warranty. Misho Mitsubishi in Danvers is your used car solution. Veterans, senior citizens, you get an extra two fifty off as a courtesy. It's the truth. Misho Mitsubishi is different. No shenanigans, just great deals. Visit us on Route 114 in Danvers. MishaAuto.com. M-I-C-H-A-U-T. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $50 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. This weather report is brought to you by Northeast Basement Systems. Make your wet, damp, or leaky basement dry with Northeast Basement Systems, the leader in basement technology. Call 877-DRY, the number for you. Hi, everyone. I'm Mark Resenthal. I'll tell you what, folks. Summer weather is going to stick around for the next several days. Here is your North Shore. 1049 forecast serving the North Shore in the Merrimack Valley. For today, sun clouds hit the beach. It'll be very buggy, 77 to 87. There could be a late-day shower or thunderstorm. Partly cloudy, buggy of a night, low 70s. Tomorrow and Monday, hazy, hot, humid. It'll be 85 to 90. Maybe a late-day shower or thunderstorm. Forecast being brought to you by the Berry Tavern on High Street in Danvers. The Berry Tavern is now open for outside patio dining and indoor dining while continuing to offer curbside pickup, takeout, and delivery through local delivery companies. They serve North End Italian specialties like veal parmesan and chicken bevanotto with homemade pasta and sauce as well as brick oven pizza they also serve salads soup sandwiches steak tips burgers fries along with cocktails beer and wine call the berry tavern 978-777-2377 for reservations check out their menu online by going to berrytavern.com for local door shore 1049 i'm mark resenthal and welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor here to help you with your car problems. And uh, with us is uh, part of the, I'm going to say Car Doctor radio family, uh, who's known as Paul from Braintree, but he's also an author and uh, something I didn't know. And, uh, Paul, before we get started again, uh, how can people find the book? Where can they find the book? Stuff like that. Right. Uh, people can find it on Amazon uh, and Kindle. And it's listed as Portals, as like a door, P-O-R-T-A-L-S. Portals by, and I just used my first two initials and my last name. So it's Portals by P.J. Yovino, and that's, Y-O-V as in Victor, I-N-O. And if I had to spell my name all my life, yes. <laughs> so uh, uh, that, uh, just do that automatically. So it's listed, yep. it's on Amazon, and um, it's under Portals by PJ Yovino. You can either buy yep. uh, a Kindle edition or you can buy a, a paperback, hardback uh, edition of it. And um, it... Uh, it, at this point, is self-published. Mm-hmm. The uh, I try to go the the route of what they call literary agents, uh, and that is uh, extremely difficult. You um, 
you wait and you wait and you wait. I think I have a hundred out there. Maybe I've had three yep. rejections. Yeah. Um, so this is the other alternative. Matter of fact, it was um, uh, through the the help of another radio fellow, fellow uh, Jordan Rich. Oh yeah. That he put me. Yeah, he put me in touch with this other fellow named Steve White, who is from uh, um, Hanover, who helped me format the book to be able to put it on to, uh, it's just a very technical thing to do, but uh, I thank Jordan and Steve White for, for helping me do that. It has to, uh, Amazon has a, a certain way books have to be formatted, yep. formatted, and that was totally beyond me. And I can write, but I, I barely can run a computer. Well, but, well uh, you know, you, you, so you the, did, uh, so, you did something write, very few people do, and that's actually to write a book. And like I said, who was who was the audience you had in mind when you were, well, when you were thinking? Uh, of... Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, two, people who lived through the period yep. and who lived through the Kennedy assassination and that whole Vietnam period thereafter. Or, on the other hand, people who wanted to learn more about the the new frontier period, the 60s, Mm -hmm. How the assassination of of Kennedy perhaps affected our lives? Maybe to my thinking, I think we're still affected by it to some degree. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you asked me why cars. Mm -hmm. now, I don't know whether it's just because I'm a product of the, of the '60s, but I mean it was not necessarily in this order: cars, sports, and girls. Uh, <laughs> you know that yeah. uh, teenagers were interested in, and. Uh, I, I think um, people, young people are probably less interested in, in cars today than they were in, in my generation. Uh, I think I, I've read that a lot of people, young people don't even have their license. You know, they Uber everything, and yep. uh, they, don't know, they don't own an automobile. But that was important uh, to anybody of my age. We used to wait. I used to wait for... The unveiling of cars. I mean, uh, in the uh, as I was growing up, there would be this big reveal of whatever the newest car was of that year. Whether it was a new Ford, new Cadillac, new oh sure yeah. Plymouth, whatever it was, it was covered up. And then the the even the vans with the uh, car vans, as they transport the cars, they were yeah. all covered, so you, yeah. you couldn't see what they were. So it was That's a right. big mystery. Yeah, no, that that is true because um, you know I don't remember a lot. Of being a kid, really, but I remember what my my second grade teacher drove a Corvette. The fourth grade teacher, who was also the principal of the little school um, that I I went to, uh, drove a Cadillac. Uh, I remember the you know you know the cars that my uh, father had as a kid growing up, and uh, I think um, my father had an older car that was uh, he he was a, a salesman. And he got a, a company car, and the company car became his regular car. And he had still had his old car, which I think was a 49 or 50 Chevy. But uh, one day, I guess I got bored as a, as a I don't know, five- or six-year-old and decided to paint it with a paintbrush. <laughs> uh, di didn't go over that well. Didn't go over that well I'm, somehow. I'm laughing yeah. because I did the very same thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think it was my mother had an old uh, Ford convertible. And I decided it would look better with a little 
little right around the hubcap, yeah. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, there you go. So I think, you know, adding the car thing to the book, people, rem I think people have a very specific memory. And like you said, some of the, the uh, millennial generation who don't own cars or only own them as pure utility, um, you know, Craig Fitzgerald, who was on, uh, the program a little bit earlier. He's, he said to me once, he did, he went a little bit more in depth, but he found out that once millennials start a family, all of a sudden the car becomes very important because kids require a lot of stuff. And you can't do that with an Uber. And unless you live in Manhattan where, you know, transportation's a little easier, uh, you're typically gonna, and parking a car is expensive, you're, t you know, if you, you, you know, live in a small city or move out to the suburbs, you need a car to be able to get along. So as much as everybody said all oh, these kids aren't going to have cars, I think they're finding that may not be as true as they thought it was going to be. Um, this is a pretty, I you know, I saw a picture of you uh, on Facebook with your, this is a pretty substantial book. Yeah, you can, you, you can lift waste with it. <laughs> it, <laughs> it uh, uh, the, the the print could be a little smaller, which probably would make it a little... But you really get your money's worth for it. There, there um, you go. There you you go. know, it... Um, but it does tell... You know, there's a very serious side to it. Yep. And um, if you read the epilogue, you'll you'll see why. Um, uh, I did lose only one classmate from my high school mm -hmm. at, in Vietnam. And I actually dedicated the book to him. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there, there's a serious side... To it, uh, the cars kind of lighten it up. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, and, and I think cars had a certain style that they don't have today. Yep. I mean, we uh, you've talked about it before. Cars had names. I mean, models, right. not yep. not numbers, not numbers. And um, it it, uh, it it has changed. So they take on a life of their own, and and uh, uh, they kind of drive. I hope they drive the plot. I hope it's an interesting read for people if they decide well, well, to read it. Well, um, and again, people can people can find it people can find it on Amazon, and it's uh, called right. Portals, and it's a uh, PJ Gorino. Simple enough. Thank you very much. I, hey, I Paul, thanks a thanks a lot. I right. really appreciate it. And you know, anybody who anybody who's creative, a writer, musician, whatever, I'm always jealous because uh, always great stuff. So thanks a lot. Uh, talk to you soon. You're very well. Bye bye. You have a yep. great day, though. Yep, you, know. you as well. We need to take another break. When we come back, we're going to find out who this guy Biff is at the other end of the the other end of the studio here. Uh, my name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor program. You're listening on uh, maybe on online North Shore 104.9. Tap that app. You can find that app at any app store, North Shore 104.9.com or 104.9 FM. We'll be right back. what it was like to be without power for days at a time? Hi, this is Brian Graney from Granny Home Services, and I want to talk to you about an automatic whole house generator. It's your own power source that's quiet, safe, clean, and turns on automatically. It runs off natural gas or propane, and it provides you with power to run everything in your home. So if you want to have control of your own power, call today for a free estimate. Granny Home Services at 1-800-559-7000. Check us out on the web at crannyhomeservices.com. 
Gloucester's Azorian Restaurant is thrilled to welcome you back with beautiful indoor seating. Open every day from 11.30 on. Azorian is the king of seafood, and their menu includes flavorful steaks, chicken, pork, and healthy Mediterranean entrees. Azorian's cocktails and selection of beers and wines will make your Azorian experience complete. Takeout is still available for call-ahead orders. Outside seating reservations are accepted but not required. Visit Azorian online at azorianrestaurant.com. The fourth is your time to show off your skills. Burgers, check. Hot dogs, check. Refrigerator, well, before yours decides to check out and ruin your backyard barbecue, upgrade to a new one. Lowe's has you covered with appliances up to 40% off, like an LG InstaView side-by-side refrigerator for $12.99. With a generous amount of space, you'll have even more room to store your family's favorites and everything on your barbecue menu, too. This year, we're home for the fourth. Visit Lowe's and make it the best it can be. Valid through 7-8, U.S. only. Join me this Sunday morning, 10 a.m., Joe Piantidosi, Breaking Bread, where my special guest will be sport broadcaster legend Bob Bell and Jay Foss from North Shore 104.9's newest show, Raising Your Inner Voice. That's Sunday morning, 10 a.m., North Shore 104.9, Breaking Bread with Joe Piantidosi. Today on Hey Culligan, smoother skin for the win. We've got Claire in Delaware. Hey Culligan, the water in my shower makes my skin feel like I'm 90. Okay, first off, Claire, are you 90? <laughs> no. Okay, second, how do you feel about high-efficiency water softeners from Culligan? Huh. Actually, Claire, how do you feel about smoother skin and luxurious hair? Oh, my gosh. Love it, love it, have to have it. OMG indeed, Claire. We're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049. There's a reason most bank robbers choose a car. Electric scooters have been part of the mobility revolution. This comes from Automotive News. It said, but criminals might want to stick to their traditional mode of getaway transportation. Take it from Mario Harrow who was sentenced last week to 57 months in prison for sticking up a bank in Chula Vista, California. Harrow wearing a fedora scarf and sunglasses, very fashionable, I might say, uh, was spotted fleeing the scene on a Lime electric scooter. The robbery occurred just one day after Lime started operating in Chula Vista. Um, It wasn't clear whether investigators used any information from Lime. The scooters are trackable and users need an account to unlock and activate with their smartphone. To identify Harrow, who also has a 2008 bank robbery conviction on his record, he was arrested a couple weeks after the heist. Um, it says, uh, hopefully this time the defendant learned a lesson, according to U.S. Attorney Robert Brewer. Uh, Brewer probably meant he should stop robbing banks, not use a better form of transportation. Uh, coming up, I think it's Monday. Go to Ford.com to find out. But I think the long-awaited Ford Bronco is going to be introduced. Um, and I hope it, I hope it's a better introduction than the F-150. The F-150 was, uh, painfully long. 
They had uh, Dennis Leary, who I like enough. I mean, local guy, um, but he was sort of the host, and it was just it was awful. It was awful. So hopefully the Broncos is going to be a, a whole lot better introduction. And they did it on uh, all the social platforms, mostly Facebook, though. So Jimmy Carter is uh, uh, a Monday through Friday employee at the radio station. and uh, But because of COVID, he ended up coming in a lot of Saturdays and a lot of Sundays. And uh, if, uh, But now my first producer is now back. And I never knew that your nickname was Biff. That's correct. My nickname is Biff here at the radio station. I'm Biff at the radio station, and I have my real name outside the radio station. And yeah, oh. John, we did the first two shows together. I know. that. that yeah, we did We did one in person. Yeah, you, uh, you came with yeah, your wife, yeah, your lovely yeah. wife. I got to meet her. You brought... You know what's ironic about that? Or coincidental, however you want to look at it. Um, not only did you bring donuts, but you handed me something when you left that became very significant. It was a bottle of hand sanitizer. And at the oh. time, I thought, well, okay, that's great. What am I doing yeah, with that? Yeah. And a few short days later, it was the most valuable thing I had, one of my most valuable possession I could have had. Yeah. So thank you for that. No, well, good, and uh, and you know, and I'm I'm glad I'm glad you stayed healthy during the last few months as well. So. And back at you, John. Yeah. I hope yeah, your family so. as well as well. Yeah, we're 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 doing our best. I mean, we're like a lot of people. We're venturing out a little bit more. Uh, we, mm-hmm. you know, we uh, we did uh, we did venture to a restaurant where we ate outside the other day. So that was sure. that was sort of fun. And we actually did uh, go to Florida for a, a week, uh, and that was sort of interesting because the the airplane on the way down had empty rows. I haven't been in an airplane with empty rows in it for a while. On the way back, most of the rows were full, but every middle seat was open. Mm-hmm. And the weirdest part was Logan Airport at 3.30 in the afternoon looked like Logan Airport at 1 o'clock in the morning. Really? Really? Yeah, it was It was eerily and what, empty. When, when did you make this trip, John? Oh, uh, This was about a month ago. About a month ago, yeah. I yeah, think the airports yeah. are much more active now, I think. Yeah, they're, they're, start, they're, starting, to, they're starting to get a little get a little bit more active uh tell us a little about you where where'd you come from where you know how'd you how'd you end up here what what do you what do you attribute uh, hanging out in radio what's, well what's real real about? real quick because we're running out of time i i grew up in Peabody, and i had yep. a 30 year career uh, selling seafood oh okay and that career suddenly ended for me in uh, when i was not quite old enough so i was yeah. searching for um uh, something different to do, and I always was interested in radio, so I decided to go to the Connecticut the School of Broadcasting. Okay, yeah. And one of the instructors there actually worked here, and he connected me here. Oh. And that was uh, in a couple of weeks. I'm going to have my six-year anniversary as, as being employed here at 104.9, and it's uh, it's been a ball, John. I get to work with people like you and, uh, you know, pretend that I actually know something about radio and try not to screw things up, but I enjoy the heck out of it. So so far so far you seem to be doing an awfully good job and I know I know also Jay Foss uh, who uh, has a program program there as well as uh, another super producer is kind of hanging around making sure you know how to you know get back on this bicycle again. So. You know he's as as I'm pedaling down the street he's running next to me and making sure I don't crash and he's done a great job and I can't tell you how much I appreciate him being here this morning. <laughs> It, let me just say, John, uh, thankfully you weren't here this morning. It didn't start good, John. It really didn't. But we're much really? better now. We're much better I, now. I was going to say, it sounds it sounds Well, well, be, well me, before so. we went on air, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm, it is great I'm looking, to be with you. 
I'm looking forward to continuing to work with you and uh, and having a good time with all of this. It should be it should be all fun. And I hear a little bit of music in the background, yes, which sir. means I need I need to go. And also, uh, uh, you know, a Sunday a Sunday program. Um, I I I understand that Jay Severin passed away, who had a program on Sunday, and uh, um, and you know, may he rest in peace and. Um, you know, just uh, whenever you hear, whenever you hear anybody who's gone too, gone too soon, you always, you always feel you, just a little piece of you seems to go. So, uh, but until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, and wash your hands. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye bye. Shore 1049 WBOQ Gloucester and streaming worldwide on the North Shore 1049 app. We'll do it all, everything on our own.